this, sweetie? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Laugh Now, Cry Later, season two. We are back. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. After that last episode, I was super disheartened because the audio was so bad and it was on me. I fucked that up. Ruben and Kyle were great. So I fixed everything. We're back. Um, and we're back with a twist. So, I can't do this by myself. I've tried it. I sit in my room like a crazy person, um, and I talk, and just, it goes south so fast. So, I brought in a co-host, and I'm excited about it, because uh, she's different than me, and I need that. I need someone that's going to, like, you know, challenge the things I say, because sometimes I just talk out of my ass. So, without further ado... I welcome Naomi Parrilla. Welcome to the show, Naomi. What's up? What's up? I'm here. She's it's me. Here. Oh, man. So, it took like an hour and a half to get set up. I watched. Yeah. You weren't very much help. You didn't even offer to help. <laughs> My nickname can be Sophia. Why? Call her daddy. Oh, yeah. No, it's my sister's name. I hate that that bitch oh. is named after his name, Sophia. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, it's fine. We're pretty much set up. I brought in Naomi as a co-host. Just, I think me and her have good conversations off mics. And I'm like, you know what? This has potential to like really take off. So I asked you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you said, yeah. Now here we are. Yeah, we have different viewpoints, but we agree on a lot. I think. But. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. too. I like to argue. Yeah. I like to play devil's advocate. I was about to say, you the devil. Okay. <laughs> no, I like to play devil's advocate because, like, a lot of times I think I do agree with what you're saying. Right. But I also want to present the argument because then if someone gives me the argument, I will have a kickback. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm hoping that's kind of what this will be. Yeah. Should we address how we know each other or did you just, like, meet me in line at Safeway? So I was... I was driving, and there was just this homeless lady on the side of the road, and she was like, hey, buddy. And I was like, ew. <laughs> no. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, my God. No. Um, it makes so sense. I met Naomi four years ago. Yeah, almost about four years ago now. Yeah, so we met like four years ago. Um, she is the girlfriend of 
my homie Tyler Vogt. Four years, yes, with yeah, so Ty. Four years ago. Yeah, four years and two weeks. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, I first met you, and I was like, all right, he's brown. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. There's a lot of white people around. <laughs> yeah, I was like, We okay. met at Kevin's house, huh? Yeah. Yeah, doing that um, uh -huh. little barbecue thing. Yeah, and I was like, okay, we're drinking wine out of mason jars. We're real classy compared to what I'm used to. <laughs> At my college party. Wine out of mason jars is classy? At the time, yes. It was classy to me. I was like, wow. They're sophisticated. Until I got to know you guys. Yeah, and then you're <laughs> like, oh like... no, these people are not sophisticated <laughs> at all. They're anti-sophistication. Um, yeah, you were on the grill, of course. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. I was uh -huh. a butcher at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and then the second time I saw you was at Chad's barn. Mm -hmm. You were on the grill again. I was like, oh, so he's the cook yeah oh he's the help oh he's not friends with everybody he's, he's the help am i gonna be succumbed to the help yeah i cook and clean that's the way it works no and then fast forward to beginning of no and when did we move into the apartment us october okay october of was of 2019 oh wow Shit. yeah because we spent all of 2020 Dude, yeah Oh my god, dude, like, <laughs> Naomi was my first roommate, Naomi and Tyler were my first roommates yeah. when I moved out of my parents' house, and the second we got there, they both got sick, Yeah, and we didn't know what was happening. I'm pretty sure I had. <laughs> I used to come home from work, and I, I used to see you on the couch, and I'd be like, she's gonna die. Like, one day, I'm gonna come home, and she's not gonna be alive. I lost so much weight. Dude, you were so <laughs> sick. You look like a fucking That's ghost. Didn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I still didn't get sick. And you know what's funny, though, is that I vividly remember us having a conversation one of the first nights there. Obviously, you made dinner. I made drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you had the hypothetical situation, like, because we had all the alcohol all of a sudden. I had mm -hmm. all that wine that I had just bought. And we were like, literally, there's so much wine, beer, bottles of any type of liquor you could think of. And you're like, how long do you think, like, what would happen if we just had to stay in here? For like a whole year or whatever, like yeah. how long it would take for us to finish all this alcohol. I'm like, I don't know. That would be crazy though. Well, yeah. then. The answer was nine months <laughs> is how long it took for us to go through six cases of wine. And we never stopped like going to BevMo and buying like no. vodka and tequila and stuff. I think at any point we were like, oh, there's only enough for about four more drinks. Yeah, we were just like, fuck, there's Anymore. only four drinks. There's only half a bottle of tequila. That's not enough. That's, yeah. It's Thursday. It's not enough. In a small apartment, we did well. Now thinking yeah. about it. Like, we did pretty well. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, when the quarantine thing kicked in, I was like, okay, I'm going to find out if, if I can actually be friends with these people. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we, we were all up in each other's grill. Yeah. Like, we couldn't go anywhere, do mm. anything. Our rooms were, like, our only... Sanctuaries. Yeah, but... Really that was a good fun. year. That you, was a good year. It was a good year. It was. You worked, like, all the time. We, we were gone, like... actually, towards the last six months of our... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I moved away to Arizona. That was the other reason the podcast stopped, was I moved. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Everyone's like, did Nick move out? We're like, no. Kind of. <laughs> He's just in another state for more than almost half a year. We had a pretty good thing at the apartment. Mm -hmm. I felt like if we had more space, we definitely would have done a lot more. Oh, yeah. If we but had this house, 
but it's sure. been, yeah it was good so always hate can't complain yeah i mean quarantine gave me enough time to actually start the podcast so yeah so hopefully that wasn't for nothing my tolerance has gotten so good <laughs> At what? Tolerance of what? Drinking. Oh, I thought, yeah. oh, it's good? You're good at drinking now? Yeah. Like, I can hang. Yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, I know. I remember every time we would, get, we would just, I would just text every, like in a group chat, be like, I want to get fucked up tonight. And we'd come home and we'd cook and eat. And every time me and Naomi got just shit faced, we would be like, have a dance off in the kitchen, like just some like we. It was ridiculous, and Tyler would just be watching, like, what the fuck is happening right now? You know, he's genuinely like, ooh, this is a this is a tie, this is tough. And it wasn't good dancing. No. By no means was no, it. No, like, yeah, don't ask. It wasn't us even to, to like dance. rhythmic music. It was like yeah, it to was, like reggae music, was, and we're like, yeah, trying to keep up with slamming whatever. the fucking cabinets. the '90s would come in. Get all Sierra up mm. in this bitch. Return of the Mac. Yeah. Montel Jordan. Come on. The good shit. But, yeah, so that's how we know each other. So, I, <laughs> when I first asked Naomi to do the podcast, I was like, hey, yeah, I want this to be your show also. Like, I want you to have, bring ideas to the table. Granted, final decisions will be mine because I pay the bills. <laughs> but this is as much your show as it is mine. Whole disclosure agreement. Yeah, 100%. I was like, if our friendship starts to take a dive, <laughs> we're going to throw all this in the trash. Like, no. <laughs> and so she comes back and she goes, okay, let's uh, let's do a show on these documentaries. This Let It Fall documentary on Netflix and LA 92. And I was like, okay. Watch? Oh, it's all not For sure. <laughs> we'll watch these, uh, these documentaries. And I watched the first one. And <laughs> Which one did you watch first? I watched LA 92 first. Okay. And it was basically outlining, like, uh, Rodney King beating. Yes. Right? It was the most infuriating thing to watch because, like, there's so, like, just the racist shit pisses me off. And there's so much, like, anger that willing ignorance. And Mm -hmm. willing ignorance is, like, the thing Mm -hmm. that will make me want to murder somebody. Mm -hmm. So I watched that for two and a half hours. All the social injustice just... And then I put on... The other documentary. <laughs> Which is? Let It Fall. And it was also about the Rodney King beating. It gives you the backstory of 10 years of 82. You know, James Minchie and Mincy. And Latasha Harlan. Doc- but they talked about all those things in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but not in enough depth as Let It Fall did. I feel like, like you learned about I the just LA had Ford. to watch Let It Fall. <laughs> I feel like I didn't yeah. need to watch both. I felt like you didn't have to watch LA ninety two. And you and yet you're just like, I just want him to watch it. I was I, I was watching <laughs> it and I'm like, this is the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same story. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, most of it. We're talking about these four cops, and I was like, that was in the last one. <laughs> well now you know right (laughs) it's like fuck man like yeah i guess now i'm double educated if you ever encounter a highly racist person you can just spit facts at them now i don't think i can (laughs) because they're all related to rodney king (laughs) i'll be like well you don't know (laughs) i'm tripping i'm tripping but 
Yeah, no. So that I was getting really mad. So there was two like kinds of mad inside of me because I was mad at the racism <laughs> and I was mad at you for making me watch the same documentary. I should have made him wait. And now I feel like those two have like merged together. <laughs> And now I don't know what I'm mad at. I'm like, am I mad at at racism or am I mad at Naomi? And it feels like I'm mad at you. It's okay. At least you learned something that you can now carry with you. Here's the thing. I knew most of this already. I'm not like in the dark. I'm not like, what do you mean black people were discriminated against? I know. But uh, it's like it, it, racism. Yeah, fucking bitch. What's her name? Maya Pinsetta. Yeah, fuck you. Soho Karen. Soho Karen. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> See what I mean? Like this is the pod. This is the shit with the podcast that it can go south. Like you just start going. Yeah, no. So, Let It Fall in LA '92 definitely powerful. So, yeah. You were the one that brought it up. So what about these documentaries? Did you want to? To discuss? me, it it. I wanted to compare it to our other one, too, afterwards. So, Not compare, but I wanted to to raise a question okay. about so, the movements in both of them. Gotcha. Okay, so we watched those two, and then we also watched the Free uh, Britney documentary on Framing Hulu. Britney Spears. I'm a diehard Britney fan. Like, I've always... She was my first concert. Like, my dad really? loves her. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, love Britney Spears. Love, love her. I used to have all her CDs. I didn't, but I didn't really keep up with what was happening until I watched that documentary. Like, I didn't know what Free Britney was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was such a Britney Spears fan after. Such a Britney Spears fan after. She's so dope. She's so dope. She paved right. the way for pop culture. Okay, so let's, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, I think, and that's what I wanted to, I guess, eventually bring the question to is, two questions on it one the movements on both like yes britney spears she's been through a lot of shit we, we know that now mm-hmm. but why is it that there's so much it feels like there's a lot more effort and media kind of more about it now compared and for this movement for her more so than you know the social inequalities and injustices that you know black gotcha. people indigenous people of color all all go through you're saying the Britney Spears issue feels bigger. Yeah. Than, like you feel like it's getting a little more attention and a little more. Or it's staying momentum. more, yeah, on on the feed more compared to. Mm. It's staying relevant. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's always been the thing with, with Black Lives Matter that I've been like. Does it just go away? Like I it feel like it falls like every, away. It only happens when huge. Things are, yeah, are on media. Because that's the only way we give a shit. Mm -hmm. America only believes when they see it. They don't see it, and it probably happens. Yeah. This all kicked off because of the George Floyd thing. Exactly. And that's the other thing I wanted to bring back to LA 92 and let it fall. It's like, history consistently repeats itself. Mm -hmm. And I like the, you know, whoever the video maker was, Nat Nat Geo for LA 92, because they used the 1965 audio from the beginning of the documentary about, you know, what happened, the riots that are mm-hmm. happening, and then you fast forward to 92, and they use the same audio from 65, mm-hmm. completely relevant. Yeah. And you use that, if you use that audio today or, or last year in 2020. Well, they had that guy that was like, they were interviewing him, and they're like, you know, when do you think this stops? And he goes, I don't think it ever stops. They're like, yeah. never? I'm like, 
not as intense. They're like, but this isn't going to go away. Yeah. That was like in 19, like the 50s or 60s yeah. when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, fuck, it hasn't gone away. This shit isn't going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's sad. And I feel bad because like, like you said, it, it, it doesn't get garnish as much attention. As maybe it should. Yeah, and that's yeah. like in no like mental health. I believe is you know should be treated equally and equitably. Not equally because equally is not the same now. It should be equitably. And for that to happen, like we need to acknowledge things and take action on those acknowledgments instead of saying, "Ah, oh, yeah, racism so bad." Dang. What are you getting for lunch? Yeah. Because oh, that is kind of mental how it goes. health. That poor girl. Hey, so can I borrow that book that you're like? Yeah, it shouldn't just fall by the wayside. Yeah. So. That's kind of the issue I had. Uh, that's, that's I think, what was frustrating me when I was watching those two documentaries. Is I was like, people know what's right. Mm-hmm. You inherently have a, a sense of right and wrong. It's in you. Yeah. So that means you're choosing to be like, no, I'm going to ignore this because it benefits me. Because it makes me feel superior by just simply having white skin. Yeah. And I don't have to work to be special. I'm born special. When they announced the cops' verdict mm-hmm. and they said not guilty, I and they had that bitch that was like, you guys are heroes. You guys did what you had to do. I wanted to reach that screen and rip I'm her jaw bitch. off her face. <laughs> It was so fucking ink. Uh, well, maybe you don't drive through our neighborhoods. With a belly full of beer. <laughs> like, what? Like, Isn't and, that and, what you do every funny. night, Karen? She definitely looked drunk right there. <laughs> yeah. She had these huge guys. Who's driving on. you, Karen? What about my, my safety is a fucking belly and beer. It's not as you know, within yours. Whore. Yeah. You're just mad because your fucking husband cheats on you every day with the black girl at his office. Yeah. When the one cop said, to me, there was no guilt. It was just too bad it happened. Mm-hmm. Also, when the cop was like, I have a coat here. We get choked out in class every week. We don't know how you could die. Because someone lets you go. <laughs> they don't hold you it know for it's 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Were you the kid that tried really hard in PE? Because <laughs> that's what I got from that line. <laughs> I know, right? That's the thing. No, they all looked so unathletic. Yeah. They all looked so like, they all had such small dick energy. Like, it oh, was yeah. so like, ugh. And then oh. the Latasha Harlan story just. Dude, that one was nuts. So with Latasha Harlan's, is there an S in it? No. Fuck. <laughs> That's the ultimate like sign that, I... that, that English wasn't your first language. You throw S's on the end of shit that it doesn't have it. Oh, wait, no, I think you might be right. Hold on. Yes, Harlan's. You're right, you're right. Okay. Natasha Harlan's Mm -hmm. was a 15-year-old kid who went into this store owned by a Korean woman. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Went to buy orange juice, had money for it, and just kind of like threw it in her backpack because she didn't want to hold it and went to go pay. But it was right there. Like, it wasn't hiding. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's trying to pay and this fucking lady's like, you steal. You steal for me. (laughs) Right? And uh, she tries like snatching this girl's bag and Latasha like punched her in the fucking face. Rightfully so. Hard as fuck. Yeah. Woman's attacking her. Which was great. Mm -hmm. Because when she threw that punch I was like, ooh, because I didn't know what was going to (laughs) happen. And I was like, fuck yeah, Latasha. 
And so grabs whatever. the stool next. Remember the oh lady yeah, throws it at Latasha. This fucking this Korean lady gets the stool and throws it at Latasha. Latasha and throws the money. On Latasha threw the money and she said, "Fuck it, I'm done." And she walks, turns to walk away, and this Korean lady gets a gun and just shoots her in the back of the head. She's turned away, right? Yeah. Then that shit goes to trial, and they fucking let this woman go. That fucking cunt of a of a judge was like, I know a criminal when I see one. Boo, 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 boo. I feel like that shit was so... Oh, that made me so mad. Yeah. I was like, this is why women shouldn't make decisions. Mm-hmm. I was just kidding. <laughs> I said yes. You were like, yeah, yeah. They like, shouldn't be judges. <laughs> well, then, yeah, it pisses you off. Like, yeah. that just pretty much says that her life didn't matter. 100%. And that was the thing that someone else said in the documentary. They were like, the racist act is not the killing of a young black girl, it's the fact that the system lets someone get away with that. Yeah, on video and everything. The jury said it. It's Mm -hmm. the judge. Like, the government, all these government organizations just keep letting us down. Mm -hmm. And that's... And it makes me think of, you know, Oscar Grant, 2008, you know, the Bart incident on New Year's, who was shot in the back by a cop who claimed he was getting his taser but grabbed his gun. Like, what the fuck? To think of Emmett Till, like all these yeah. crazy stories, Trayvon Martin, like the list can go on and on. Breonna Taylor, like it's still happening. It happened yeah. just not even a year ago. That one with Ahmaud Arbery, we heard about it like months later, mm-hmm. and only because someone... February twenty third. Holy shit, a week ago or a year? Yeah, it's last week. But that shit was buried for like a couple months. And yeah. then it fucking came back. And then they went after the people mm-hmm. who killed him. But it's also a frustrating is the narrative. is that we always like, oh, like a person was good or whatever. But it's like, even if they were committing a crime, you don't have the right to treat a human being like that. Mm-hmm. Because you don't do that with white people. Right. So. Especially as a citizen. Yeah. Because those guys that killed him were just people. They were just like me and mm-hmm. you. Just like, they're civilians. Yeah. That's the thing. They, at the very least, cops are trained and bestowed a right to use deadly force. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fucked up. Like I really think you shouldn't get to be a cop if you don't know how to fight. Yeah. If you don't know how to fight, that means when shit hits the fan, you're gonna be a pussy and you're gonna pull out a weapon and kill him because you're too fucking afraid of getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Because you don't know what it's yeah, like to get punched in the mouth. For real. And that's one yeah. of the biggest things that it's like, you know, I talk, um, cause I've had conversations with cops about this. I've been like, what do you think? And they're like, nah, it's fucked up. They're like, fuck those guys. And they, what they say, all of them that I've spoken to, like, you should not be a cop if you can't fight because one day you're going to get in a fight. It's so, it's hard to, to, it's hard, dude. It really is hard with that shit. Cause it's like, if you are dealing dealing with a legit criminal mm-hmm. who is violent, yeah, it's like one of us is going home, mm. and it's gonna be me. But that's another thing is that like the the whole topic of blue lives matter. Like when you weren't born blue, you chose this profession. Yeah, you chose to go. No one put a gun to your head and said you have to do this. Like it's also not like the military where it's like my father was a 
officer and my grandfather was an officer so I must be an officer like mm. no you could choose to be other public services yeah. if that's something that you want to do like if your ultimate goal is to serve your community yeah there's alternatives there should be expectations to take classes like it shouldn't be like oh I don't want to go to college I don't want to go learn and be in class too bad the like the police should be like that too you should take some psychology to understand when someone's having a breakdown like you should yeah. take classes to understand different situations. And like, that was the thing. They were they kept saying like, oh, well, PCP is a new drug and we don't know how to react to them. It's like he wasn't them, on PCP. None of them had, yeah, none of them had drugs in their system. You know when someone's on PCP. Yeah. You know. You know when someone's fucking, tweaking the fuck yeah. out. And you know when someone's just speeding. Yeah. And what's frustrating is it's like there was at the end of LA-92... They play the clip of George Bush where he's like, wasn't protest or about civil rights. It's brutality for a mob, plain and simple. I can assure you I will use any force necessary to restore. We must respect the law whether we agree with it, whether we agree with the outcome or not. Who does that sound like? But in a kind of more sophisticated level. Yeah, Trump. <laughs> that's fucking, that's Trump plus. That's what bothers me is that why just have the same problem discussed over and over? Do you think it's changing now? Change is slow. Quote on J. Cole. Um, but I think it's on its way. I don't think there could be any two, like true restoration for, for people of color at this point. Yeah, you can't make up for it. Yeah, there's no way. But I, I hope and I believe that there is more good in the world. Mm-hmm. We have to believe that. Otherwise, we'll just be living in hell. We need old people to die. Yeah. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of like going back to my whole question. Like, you know, why doesn't this get as much push as the other movement? I think it's just because not that many can... Not as many people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Because I, what's the black population in America? Like 17%? I don't know. I feel like it's a lot more. No, honestly, let's Google it. This is why I like having Naomi. Because she will actually Oh, you're inquire. right. You're totally right. Well, yeah, because all of them are getting killed. 13.4. Yeah, so it's... Like really, when all when uh, the George Floyd thing happened, and there was a a big Black Lives Matter push, one of the biggest complaints I was hearing was, "I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of seeing this on my feed." Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> they're tired of dealing with this every day." Fuck yeah. I don't and the, I don't like the argument of like. And the thing, uh, what am I trying to say? I need to vocalize. I need to. Say this right. Think it out loud. You can't attack cops as a whole. You can't. Because. That's like attacking black people as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> because, and I think there was, I made a point one time where I was like, so what, what someone's saying is we should treat all these cops as if they are breaking the law and being discriminatory against black people. So does that mean for me, living here, 90% of the racism I experience has been from black people. Mm. Should I hate all black people? No, I don't. 
I hate three black people. But it has nothing to do with them being black. It's just I don't like them as people. They say by like what, 2050, more than half the working population will be Latino. Really? They're taking over. Yeah. Goddamn right. We're coming up. Even on this projected race ethnicity by 2045, white people will be less than 50%. Latinos will be close to 40%. So we're going to be like neck and neck with the gringos. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And Ty, if Ty and I ever have a kid, we got that kid split in half. Yeah, he's gonna have to pick a side. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick mine for sure. Spanish. What would you do if your kid grew up and was just like country as fuck? I just don't identify with you, mom. Oh, I would I, slap so them until white. they remember. <laughs> Naomi's Puerto Rican, and uh, they don't speak the same Spanish as Mexicans. I'm it's, half Puerto Rican, half Salvadorian. Yeah, neither speak the same no. language as Mexicans. Mm. Which is infuriating. Yeah. And you know what? That tells me. That, wow, said, wow. that goes to show why education is so important. Yeah. Because the Spanish just came here and conquered and said, yeah. we're That's here it. now. Yeah. And they didn't install a language with everyone. They just said, y'all speak Spanish. And then LA has its own Spanish too. Yeah. And then LA, it's just, that's a different thing. That's, that's a, mini Mexico. Yeah. That's, ugh. <laughs> It's infuriating. What's what's truck? Two point What's truck in Spanish? Wawa. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's camioneta. What's oh straw? What was straw? Um, sorbeta. It's popote. <laughs> uh, beans. Frijoles. Habichuelas. <laughs> That's no. That's not right. That can't be right. So yeah, our year in the apartment got intense at some point. Yeah, dude. It was like fucking, it was really like uh, Antonio Margarito and Miguel Cotto fight like every other day. So yes, both documentaries were... The same. (laughs) And very insightful, but it's also frustrating. Mm-hmm. And then we also watched... Free Britney, the framing one, going back to that. We did watch Free Britney, and I love Britney Spears after this. Yeah, she's... It's insane what she went through. Do you think she's crazy? I don't think she's... I think she's gone crazy in the sense of what she's had to endure. I don't think Mm -hmm. she's completely Looney Tunes. I think when they first threw that conservatorship on her, Mm -hmm. I think she was fine. She was perfectly fine. She was hurting. Just nobody cared to get her the right resources. That and she's been famous since she was like 12. Yeah. When you have a camera mm-hmm. in your face yeah. from the time you're 12 mm-hmm. and people are like, so you 14 year old kid, <laughs> do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> like, no. You're like, well, what about me? I'm a 65 year old man. <laughs> right. That part That was so me. fucking weird. And she's like. Mm, that's not nah. like Epstein <laughs> shit right, right there. Like, oh, what one guy said was I liked what he said. Vulture like society. Yeah. Like, we don't treat artists how we treated Britney. Like, to, she went through so much so that they could kind of have a better mindset. Also, the the media. That's why it's so hard to distinguish. Is it good? Is it bad? It's good in the sense that she was able to 
kind of put more stuff on Instagram that was approved, whatever. But like she still got to put something up. Mm-hmm. Versus like, yeah, and I'll paparazzi today. They can't do that shit because artists just upload it to their Instagram now and yeah. people will just use that. Mm-hmm. They've completely taken away a million the value dollars of a paparazzi. A million dollars for one pic of her. No wonder people went batshit crazy chasing her. Yep. Like, how are we justifying that a bunch of grown ass men in groups of 30 or 40 of them running around chasing a young girl in her teens and 20s? That's weird. It is weird. That is weird. And they're looking for the most crazy intimate pictures that yeah, they can there's get. There's profit in chaos. Mm-hmm. So they keep creating that narrative. Or like the the interviewers. Are you a bad mom? How could yeah. you do that? Look at the example you're setting. Um, shouldn't I here to raise nobody's kids? That was so when they're like, oh, what do you say to moms that yeah. disagree with the you? The mom, mom that said, fuck. if I saw Brittany, I would shoot her. And then Diane's always like, well, do oh, you Oh, the see lady? You mean that? the fucking governor's wife? <laughs> that was fucking crazy. That was... That was insane. And no one's going to talk about how that poor 15-year-old girl was feeling? Yeah. Like, like didn't give a fuck. Yeah. The whole Justin thing happened when she was like 17, 18. Really? Yeah. Damn. Maybe 19 or 20, but I definitely... That song slaps, though. Right? But he could have done it But it was, again, profit. Or him on the radio, like, saying, yeah, I did, I tapped out or whatever. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, no, and it goes back up. to her when she was first starting off. All those boy vans. They never went through the shit that she had to. Yeah. Never, they were never asked, are you a virgin? Are, so do strange. they keep asking that? Is it Has it changed at all? Why are you giving a Why shit? Why does it matter? Like, it's weird. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. All the times, please stop, I'm scared. When she says... I feel like people hear what they want to hear. They're just not listening to me. Like, fuck, this girl has cried out for help for so long. And then that one interview where she's like, strong Britney, strong Britney, when she like starts crying, that broke my heart. Like, fuck, this girl's strong on her own. Yeah. Nobody's there for her. And the paparazzi just like, everyone's like, it just unraveled when she had babies. No shit, dude. She's thinking about her kids now. Like, she had to be strong. She doesn't want her kids to have to forced to be strong like her mm-hmm. she wants them to be kids at least she got experience being a kid for a little bit yeah she went to school and stuff mm-hmm. but like she blew up when she was 15 like why do we put so much pressure on a 15 year old yeah i'm such a britney fan now now i'd be down to go to like vegas and watch her show yeah that's why she just needs to get back to owning her shit so then she goes back to performing she's gonna make double she's 38 39? Like, her so now, whole life. So now multiply that by the fact that it's your dad. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, imagine. Who's like, never been in your life. He was never, yeah, ever involved. Involved with all of the. Yeah. All of the stuff that she made money for. He was never there for you when he, when you really needed him. When they you went bankrupt. Him, they went bankrupt trying to put them, put her through her stuff. Well, he also went, no, he went bankrupt trying to do shit, like the failed gym idea, the, the bar, That's like, right. it was all that. There was, like, some lady was, like, all he talked about was how rich his daughter was going to make her. Yeah. Like, he was never there for her growing up. Yeah. I feel for her in the sense that she just deserves to 
Got freedom. She's done so much. Since At she least was 11. freedom from her dad. Yeah. Like you can't be the same person around your parents that you naturally are. Yeah. It's just not. If you are the same person around your parents that you naturally are, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And I think. I think the dad. I for sure think he's done some weird shit. But yeah, I'm glad we're back. Um, I do love doing this. That was a good episode. Thank you guys for listening. I am Nick Ornelas. I'm Naomi. <laughs> this is Laugh Now, Cry Later. Peace.